to Coop with McCarthy in support on the inside. He takes the reverse pass and dashes 20 yards to touch down between the posts. Welcome to the bonus off-season edition of Rabbitohs Radio. My name is Graham Chappell. I'm joined by former Rabbitoh, Jason Clark. Chaps, thanks for having welcome, me, mate. Welcome back to Rabbitohs Radio, It's mate. good to be home, mate. It's good to be home. Yeah, we're, out, we're outdoors here playing the South Juniors Golf Day, and it's a howling subly, mate. How are, you, how are you travelling? Mate, it's good. You know, obviously you just said the South Juniors. For me, it's where it all started, so uh, it's good to be able to be out here with yourself. Got my dad here playing with us, and um, nothing better to be out there with the juniors. And uh, what, what have you been up to lately? You've just got back from Europe. You, you've announced your retirement. I have, mate. Uh, always hard to do because you can never put a date on that. But, you know, a date or a time. But it was time. Uh, ten years here in, in Australia, four years in France. And, you know, I was lucky enough to finish one year in France, which was beautiful. Uh, uh, a great way to do it. Had an unbelievable career, mate. Won, uh, won many trophies as well, mate. Yeah, mate. I was I was very lucky that, you know, they're, they're always what you strive for. But... Um, you know, so many great things along the way as well. That's always an end result, having a, a bit of silverware. Mate, um, how was life living in Europe, mate? Being a Eastern Suburbs area boy your whole life? Yeah, mate, it was different. Obviously, uh, when you when you travel to, to the UK, you know it's going to be cold. But, you know, my first day of training there in middle, middle of November, running around the field for five minutes, smog everywhere, running through mud, nose numb, couldn't breathe, fingers numb, toes numb, you just... You question what you're doing, but uh, it was a two-year contract. Ended up doing four years. Met some great people over there. Made some great memories. Uh, and it's definitely something I don't regret. And uh, what about the food, mate? The food and the drinks over there, mate. A little bit different to back home. Yeah, yeah, different. I'll tell you what. The pints. Uh, you you get used to drinking pints before they get warm at the bottom. Uh, food. They obviously love their uh, their their baked dinners. And you know, some of my girls become very big fans of them. And the the Yorkshire puddings were a specialty. But, uh, mate, yeah, I, I found the hardest thing. Uh, I never drank coffee here in Australia before I left, but we just as we got there, we got, got in our coffees and we couldn't find a good coffee shop for a long time. Uh, we come back in 2019 to Oz and we uh, we couldn't believe how good the coffee was actually here. And then, yeah, once we were back there, we, we were on the hunt for always a good coffee shop. They're dirty on a curry over there too, aren't they? Oh, <laughs> Like, what is it? A chips, rice, and curry. It's a big thing. My missus was mad for it for, <laughs> for a hangover feed. <laughs> but yeah, chips, rice, and curry. They love it. every every corner. There's a curry shop. Yeah, my cousin married a pommy and brought him back to the Gold Coast, and he and he made it. He drove made him drive her around the Gold Coast looking for hot chips with curry sauce. And they couldn't they couldn't find it. <laughs> mad ten years for ago, it. But I couldn't believe it. Anyway, yeah, been a good treat. Anyway, mate. Um, um, look, you're back. You're back in town, mate. How's it all settling in, mate? It's been good. I uh, I ended. I landed uh, end of July, um, did a bit of travelling for June and July, come back to Oz in July to surprise my sister and uh, for her, her son's first birthday. Um, and so I landed on a Friday um, and then on the Monday flew to Perth for the Bunnies game and feel like I've been working si- ever since. They didn't muck around with you, did they, Mark? Chucked you straight in the plane. They, they, they didn't, they didn't, mate. Obviously it was good. 
you know, to be back in that environment. When I was in that change room, you know, the smells, the sounds, being back around boys that I knew that, you know, I played with, with Sam and John and, um, you know, it just brought back some great memories that, you know, for five years sort of, I didn't realise how much I missed it. And yeah, I love I love it back here. You love this club, don't you, mate? I do, mate. It's, it's something I've grown up with as a kid. And, you know, to be able to say I played with only one club, it's, it's something I'm very proud of. And, mate, you had an opportunity to go over and play in France, mate. Was that a hard decision or...? It wasn't. I had, um, you know, my uncle played over there for a long for a long time, like six, seven years, lived there um, back 30 years ago. And you, as a kid growing up, you always said how much he loved it and what an opportunity it was. So, you know, it was something my dad and I always spoke about when I was growing up that always I loved to go and play in France. Um, finishing in the UK, um, it was just a... Finishing up in the UK, it just um, it was just something that it just fitted for my family and I. We um, finished the Super League season in September, so I went straight to France. I think we had about two weeks training, and then started the the French season uh, October one. So I sort of finished playing, and then went straight back into playing. There was no really off season, but um, yeah, it was amazing. I loved it. Made made some great friends for life there, and. What an uh, amazing experience to be able to just live in France and play footy. And you had some success over there as well, mate, right at the I, end. I did, mate. So the, the team I played for, Limoux Grizzlies, uh, they made the grand final the year before, but were unlucky to Carcassonne. And then, uh, yeah, we made the grand final against Carcassonne, the same team, and uh, we won. Uh, we had, you know, it just, it was good for me to be able to, um, you know, show my age a bit, but be able to help the blokes. Uh, do a little bit of coaching with them and get them to understand why you do things in footy, the way you do tackles, the way you, the way you run, the way you play the ball. Um, just fundamentals. Uh, yeah, yeah, just the, the leadership the, stuff. Just the reason why you do things, not just be told to do it, but why you do it. I, I feel was a big thing to be able to teach these French blokes. Mate, um, the French are famous for their culture, a little bit different to England, mate. <laughs> yeah, they are. I tell you what, the uh, obviously the escargot, the snails was. Um, the culture thing, as a, as a kid growing up, you always hear about French with snails and that, but I'll tell you what, my dad was there with us. They, there was this one bloke, we reckon he ate about a hundred of them. <laughs> it was, um, it was like, they pick it out with this little skewer. By the end of it, he had that many, I think he was getting sick of it, he was just crushing them with the back of a knife and uh, just smashing them. But yeah, with a football what's it, culture... What's it taste like, mate, just before we move on from mate, that? Like, I, just I, those, I've never I had, had to one, do right? it, I had to do it. you got to try it. You can't be in France and not have them. Mate, I, so they do two types. They do them where they put it on this um, this sort of grill and drop it in some uh, like burning embers. So they just cook them. So they sort of shrivel up a bit, and you got to scoop them out of the shell. That was, that's not something I go and order, but it was all right. Then they do these other ones, and they put in like a, a pork stew and tomato-based soup. And I, I tried picking the smallest one I could. You, you, you stick the skewer in to, to get it out of the shell and it was just that juicy and big you bite into it but like there was that much garlic in it that, that saved me but um, yeah it was different but sounds like something you've got to try yeah without there. a doubt you know I'm playing in a little village in Lemu I, I, I couldn't disrespect them I had to give it a crack and you know it's a it's a bucket list thing ticked off eating escargot but the footy culture mate amazing the, all the boys there it was that good oh, I, could, I could talk for hours about how, how the, the, the different things that we did like I, my, one of the first things I did was when we went on a little camp. Um, it's La Sangre, a bit south of France, and um, we went and did a bit of an army camp. And we went into this tunnel, 
I didn't know it was going to be a dark tunnel, but I, I walk when I walked up these stairs, and not many blokes spoke English, but there was a, a one of the a, a Samoan fellows. I said, "What's going on?" He said, "Oh, we're going to go in a tunnel. You got to duck your head a bit and just don't talk." And obviously, I, I struggled talking anyway because of the language. But we got in, and we got further and further in this tunnel. It would have been exactly six foot tall because my my hair was scratching the top. And it would be lucky enough to be my shoulder width apart. And it was, we were in there for 30 minutes and you just kept walking. You couldn't even see your hand in front of your face. It was that dark. But, um, and everyone's talking French and I didn't have a bar of what was going on. It, it, was, it, was, it was good. And then, like, I didn't know the boys, so they could, no one could really help me. But looking back now, the, the mates that I've made in that team, uh, I, I look forward to going back there and seeing these blokes. Um, and back onto the culture thing, as you were saying, uh, like uh, France, you know, wine, very big in France, and it was beautiful. My wife, my wife and I weren't big wine, wine connoisseurs. I wouldn't say we are now, still, but <laughs> we're, we're we're definitely happy to, to to have a red wine, and we we definitely ask if there's any from France. But uh, one of the biggest things that we all, I always have a laugh with because one of the first weeks of being there, they they put up sort of the rules of the club and and what you got to do, and it's all in French. The coach speaks in French, everything's in French. And I spoke, spoke to the Samoan fellow in my team. I said, "Well, what, what, what are the, what's going on?" I said, "Oh, you gotta be respectful, be, be, be places on time, clean up after yourself." And oh, and that number four, it just says, uh, "You're not allowed to smoke two hours before the game." <laughs> so we could be on a bus trip, it'd be about a three-hour bus trip. We stopped two hours out from wherever we were going, so the boys could, could have a smoke before before getting back nah, on the bus. Cliffy yeah. Lion style. <laughs> yeah, it was mad. Like it's just what they do. They they enjoy life. Yeah. Uh, not just the footy boys, but the French people in, in general that lived in Limou. It was just a, a good experience to see people enjoying what they do and just living for fun. Yeah, right, mate. Um, yeah, well, it sounds like I've never been over there, but I, I like to get over there at some stage. You painted a pretty good picture of France, mate. Yeah. Um, you want to explain your role back at the Mighty Rabbitohs, mate? So the bunnies, I um, so my title is Pathways, uh, like the Pathways Wellbeing. So really helping the players away from the game. Um, you know, it's it's a quite a big umbrella of what that's going to cover, but it is what I'm telling myself. I just want to help them away from the game, whether it be with work, study, you know, life admin things where, you know, I, I know these things sort of get missed with, with young players. Um, even the matter of just budgeting and, you know, saving money, putting your money to, to good things. Um, you know, these, these, these players are starting to earn some good money at the moment. I just want to see them have something when their, their career finishes, hopefully in 15 years' time once they're done. But yeah, it's, uh, I'm there to help them away from the game. And obviously at the moment, the big thing with, with footy finishing with athletes is um, uh, having, having something for work to go back to. So you're a welfare officer um, at the Bunnies now, Joe? Yeah, well, that's what it ends up being. Um, I sort of, with the title, um, I'm just here to help the players away from the game. You know, with those little things, with with money, with diet, with scheduling. You know, y- young kids coming out of school, even just get trying to get their their priori- priorities right, uh, and just help them where I can in, in life, so they can play some good footy. And you haven't been there long, but is there anyone there that um, has impressed you since you've been there, mate? I've actually been doing a lot with the the transition boys. Um, we've still got uh, four or five to come down from Queensland, but one who I've been working closer with is Hazen Mellers. He's a, he's a great young kid. I was just saying to his mum uh, just yesterday how uh, infectious his big smile is. He's a great positive kid and he's a he's a big lad. So um, you know it's going to be exciting to watch him grow. And I think that's one of the benefits to my job. I'm, I'm getting these players at a young age, and you know I'm I get to watch them progress and you know hopefully be able to live out their dreams.
He comes from a great family, mate. We met his mum and dad earlier this year in one of the SG ball games, mate. Um, we've had some tragic news in the Rabbitohs family um, in the past few months. Um, the loss of big dog Kyle Turner, mate. Yep. Um, where did you first hear the news? Uh, mate, I was out. I um, my, my phone was on silent. I had three missed calls from uh, from Sam, Bryson, uh, Bryson Goodwin, and uh, Damian Cook, and I just I didn't. Something I knew something was up. Uh, I don't know which one I called back first. Uh, might have been Bryson or I think uh, or Damien, but um, they said, oh, "I'm just I don't know if you heard, but I'm, I'm sorry to tell you." And it happened. It was just um, yeah, a horrible reaction to be honest. Um, you know, we all all the, all the messages started going around, and and we're not sure. And it, it, once it got sort of verified, it was, it was heartbreaking. You know, thinking of so many different things. Uh, once we all once all the boys started talking, we we started doing. Um, you know, bringing up the good things that we could remember of him, you know, his little cheeky smile and the things that he used to find so funny. And, and that, that's what it did. It made us laugh and giggle and, you know, that's what, what, how we want to remember him. Um, he's a real gentle country oh, boy. Oh, mate. He knows a big, strong without boy. Without a doubt. He's such a country boy. <laughs> that's what we always say. Like, he loved wearing, like, polo shirts, no matter what it was. Like, just a South, uh, like a South polo, uh, a Coonabara brand polo shirt. He just always had on with the, 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 the collar, <laughs> folded over, collar folded over. He just loved it. And he just had this little cheeky smile and just like be looking away from people because he'd just try and hide that little laugh he would have. And, uh, you know, that's how we want to remember him and that we all just have a giggle always talking about his little laugh he had. And football-wise, he was, um, had an unbelievable year in 2014, sort of debuted, uh, won a grand final all in the same year. Yep. Um, along with yourself in, the, in that 17-man squad. Um, he could have been anything, but had that injury, I think it was the following year in the All-Stars game, I think. Oh, Paulie Gallon back slammed him and um, slowed him up a little bit, but he could have could have been anything. Yeah, and he still did. He still did did well. To, he did so well to be able to come back and courageous. Know, that, that, that collar that he wore, and you know, that just showed you how much football meant to him, to him, his family, and everyone else. Um, but uh, um, a lot of us even spoke when we were writing a bit of a thing for for one of his um, leaflets. Um, you know, we a lot of us said that footy needed uh, that he needed footy, but footy needed him as well because of the person he was. You know that, that I, I speak about um, a smile that the infectious smile he had. You know, it was very, very rare. He'd walk in down, he'd always have a smile on his face, and and and, and you know, it was just things that just made you smile. Just knowing that he had to just smile at little things like I remember Damien Cook would fart and he just giggled his head off. It would be hilarious, <laughs> and, and those are things that just made us laugh. He's just a beautiful person, mate. Now the Sesame community has come together because he's um, left a few children yep. behind and they want to make sure that they can help him in any way possible. Tell us a bit about um, the event that's coming up. I think it's next Friday. Mate, it is. It's it's amazing. It is so good. Like, to be in this area of behind the scenes now, I'm not, not being a player, seeing how much work is going in. You know, the club have been amazing. Um overseeing so much of the background work that goes on um you know the south juniors are hosting it you know the, one of the, the heart places of south sydney going back there after the grand final so it's just fitting to for the south juniors to to reach out and want to want to take this uh, take this event uh, i think it's the third of november uh, so we all got in a room to organize this and i think it was shannon donato said you know we're gonna rate we'd love to raise fifty thousand dollars for for his children and he knocked that straight on the head and said, nah, let's aim for 100. So, um, you know, doing a lot of things, uh, whether it be, you know, donations, uh, ticket sale, auction items. I'm actually, you know, a big big thing we're doing at the moment. The, the club 
uh, found five 2014 jumpers that had all the print on them. I bought them online, and I've been running around Sydney and Brisbane uh, the last three or four weeks getting everyone's signature. So they're going to be pretty rare, mate. Yeah, I think they will be. I don't know if anyone's got any from you know nine, ten years ago from the ones that we might have done that long ago, but. These are recently done. I've watched everyone sign them. Uh, I've run from North North Ride, um, Vaucluse, been to Brisbane. I'm, I was running through Sussex Street chasing Greg Inglis when he was in a meeting, trying to get him in between meetings. I <laughs> uh, got Dylan Walker while he's over here from uh, seeing his family. He was in um, he was in North Ride. Happy uh, uh, Coruscant, who's still playing. He's on his on his holidays at the moment. He was over past North Sydney. I was at the Luke Keary, Vaucluse Way. George Burns had to go see him while he's at work in Parramatta. So everyone is spread out. But for me to be able to see all these boys, me being away for the last five years, it's also been good for me to see them. And, you know, it is a 10-year reunion for us next year. So I do look forward to hopefully seeing these boys. But uh, for them knowing what this what this is for, there'll, there'll be five five jumpers that'll go around uh, through the year. Um, and there's also cards that um, Icons of Sport are doing an amazing job of, of doing a, uh, some special frames to be able to be auctioned off. So I can't wait to see what they come back with because they always do some great work, Icons of Sport. Yeah, Rabbitohs Radio's very own Darren Brown's going to be doing the auction. So that's something not to be missed. Um, we'll have a link on on our Facebook page um, and also the episode webpage for Cole Turner's um, fundraiser coming up next week. Please uh, make sure you support it. I know I'm going to be out there, and plenty of other former players are going to be there. Um, get out to going to be the South Juniors, the Winter Room next Friday afternoon. Chase, thanks very much. We've had a game of golf in some blistering conditions <laughs> today. Very windy. Um, you had to duck out at one stage, so after audio is a little bit iffy, um, I apologise for that. But um, honestly, thanks to have you back in the community, and uh, I know you're going to be a, a huge part of what's going to be happening over the next few years, mate. A lot of a lot of exciting times. It is, Chaps. Thank Jace. you, mate. It is. It's, it's good to be home. And like I said, look forward to helping these these players uh, in uh, hopefully years to come. Yeah, be better men and um, better players first, but better men um, yep. is the most important Without thing. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Thanks for joining us on Rabbitohs Radio Podcast. Thanks, Chaps. Appreciate it, mate. Mm-hmm.